This episode of Tea Time is brought to you by Vitacup. Infused with essential vitamins and superfoods to power your body and mind, Vitacup Gourmet Coffees and Teas are a reimagining of your daily rituals. Each blend is a dietitian formulated with ingredients to boost energy, metabolism, mood, and more. And because Vitacup has a taste-first approach, each blend tastes delicious and even better than your normal coffee and tea. Vitacup was kind enough to send us a bunch of tea bags and coffee grounds. My favorite in particular is the Beauty Blend with collagen, biotin, and folic acid. I drink one every morning. Been getting some compliments, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> She's glowing. This is glowing. Glowing. Kate and I drink one every day. You drink the one with the probiotic blend. Yeah, we're really running through them. We're like on our last couple boxes. I had probiotic this morning and yes. I was like, we're going to need to get more. This is an official <laughs> request to Vitacup. Please send us more. We are running low already. Use code TEATIME at Vitacup.com to save 30% on your first order or find Vitacup at Target, Walmart, and Sprouts. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we are talking about the Emmys, the premiere of The Masked Singer's second season. And finally, we ponder whether it's toe-sucking fall. It is! Spoiler <laughs> alert, it is toe-sucking fall. You should definitely keep listening to this episode. I promise we're going to talk about other things, uh, but mostly that. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics. <laughs> Kaya, just feel free to just ring that bell immediately when we're on to toe-sucking. Uh, but for now, <laughs> let's spill the tea. Okay, first category. Tea time is checking in with the Emmys. You might think, wasn't that almost seven days ago? <laughs> and guess what? You're right. Uh, they were on Sunday. But we've been thinking about a lot of the fashion choices yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot of the best and worst moments. So do you want to start us off, Amelia? Yes. Okay, so best, I had Zendaya. She rocked green mm-hmm. dress, red hair. She was giving me some like vintage Mary Jane. Incredible. Beautiful. She yeah, also did stunning. the glasses thing when she yes. presented, which I fucking love. I oh my God. Pia Nyong'o does that. Oprah does that. Oh. Every presenter should have to just put on it's glasses powerful. whether you need them or yeah, not. Yeah, it's powerful, <laughs> I love honestly. it. Also loved Billy Porter. Yes. Honestly, I was, I was like, how can you top that tuxedo dress mm-hmm. ball mm-hmm. gown thing that he wore at the Oscars? Well, he topped it with an iconic hat. And that was like six feet wide. It was, um, I would hate to be the person behind him. Yes. Um, we're going to bring him back up later on when I, we're just talking about sort of highs and lows. But I know you had some some fashion highs as well, Liz. Yes. MJ Rodriguez, it ties into what Amelia also thinks is the best moment, which is all the pink slash red dresses. Mm-hmm. MJ Rodriguez from Pose was just in like hot pink, really low, wow. deep V and black accents. And you know how E does the glam bot where you yes. kind of have the 180 camera yes. going on? Mm-hmm. You should all look up her glam bot in this dress. She is so beautiful and fierce and looked so amazing. I had so much confidence and it was like so sexy. It was amazing. And then also Gwendolyn Christie had much different energy, yeah. but still beautiful and she powerful. She was like blonde wow. Jesus. Yes. yes. She was, looked like a Greek god. It was great. She looked amazing. She and just stunning. like towers over everyone too. Like yes. just it's, not afraid to like take up space. I love yes. that. And I love that so much. And I appreciate women. You do not have to wear something tight. You can still yeah. wear something loose fitting and still look just as beautiful. Yes. Amazing. And I appreciated that. Okay. Who are some worst looks from the Emmys? Well, Kendall Jenner looked like a symbiote, like piece of shit. I'm sorry, but she looked bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Add it to the all-time best Amelia quotes. We're gonna make t-shirts. Like I just don't 
like Kendall Jenner. I think she's my least favorite out of all the Kardashians. She's Liz's favorite. I'm sorry. She used to be my favorite, but she just, there's something about her that's really bitchy. And I'm just like, I'm not here for that. Her blonde hair lasted three days. I know. I wanted her blonde hair to be at the Emmys. She went very classic high fashion model. She was in black latex. It was a two piece. It wasn't all one dress because Mm. of course she went on her Instagram later and was just in the black latex thing. (laughs) But then wore a really formal gown on top of it. And you're right. That didn't really feel exactly with the Emmys fashion. Yeah. But— They uh, were a weird addition they were. to the Emmys. And also, yeah. awkwardly, everyone laughed when they were like, our yes. family knows firsthand that real <laughs> they reality didn't read it makes— right. No. It was supposed to read like a bit, I think, but they like said it but not said like it a bit. Bad. Yeah, sincerely. And then, yeah, it was bad. Um, also, I have Sophie Turner on Worst, which she looked fine, but mm-hmm. my take is that like she has this like Louis Vuitton partnership. And like, oh. drop Louis Vuitton, Sophie. You've yes. been saying they this. They never put you in something worth your while. She should be showing up in like shit like Zendaya wears. Yes. Everywhere. Oh my God, yeah. She could like go viral every event she shows up to. She can wear the same kind of thing. She yeah. has like the high fashion look, but she shows up in like these boring ass, like even if it's like not that bad, uh-huh. which usually her like Louis Vuittons aren't that bad. Yeah. But like she should be doing so much better. It's very middle of the line. Yeah. She doesn't make yeah. any lists either way just because right. she's, it falls flat kind of yeah. every time. Yeah. Louis yeah. Vuitton does that with their she, stars. I know, I you know. know. Emma Stone showed up at the Oscars yeah. looking like a Alicia Vikander. They like treated her like shit too. Yeah. Not really, but like a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Fashion wise, yeah. they okay. did. Moving okay, on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, otherwise, what's your shout uh, out, Kate? Huge night for the Phoebe Waller-Bridge hive. Uh, yep. For me personally, uh, Jodie Comer won, which was great. <laughs> I talked about this at large like on every single platform known to man, so <laughs> yeah. we can move on, but just very exciting. Okay, great. This is for my hive. This is the Gwyneth Paltrow group <laughs> hive. <laughs> Shout out because she did close to nothing at this awards and still was talked about because she was one of the presenter for lead actress in a drama series. And she was in this vintage 1963 Valentino gown. Um, But the thing people were talking about was her walk on stage. She had to cross. She had to traverse the entire stage in a very... Like, not form-fitting, but they, the dress had no backslits, so she had to take four million very little narrow. baby steps. <laughs> and everyone, of course, went nuts. Everyone was like, she looks like she's going from my bed to the fridge wrapped in a comforter. <laughs> because look at that. She just kind of, like, takes two inch at a time she little trips. Yeah. yeah. Of course, because she's the most oblivious human on the planet. She was on the Today Show. She was like, I think that I look pretty normal. I totally didn't get it. So, like, of course, she has no self-awareness, but uh, I love you anyway. Also, sorry, back to Billy Porter super quick. Oh, he please. shouted out his husband when he won, and I was like, oh, my God, like, what kind of man, like, does Billy Porter, like, yeah. get? You know what I mean? Because Billy Porter just is just an all-timer, like, Truly. iconic. And I looked it up, and he's married to this, like, super goofy white guy named Adam Smith, <laughs> <laughs> who seems very nice. He's, like, a designer eyewear oh. guy, but, like, there are all these pictures of, like, Billy Porter in, like, a wig and, like, a dress and, like, all this makeup, and then it's, like, his, like, goofy husband next to him Adam just Smith. like, I don't know how I did it either. <laughs> That's kind of good, though, because he gives Billy yeah. the spotlight. And yes. they just seem extremely in love, and I just really love it. I, like, went to a full deep dive of Billy Porter's relationship. I love it. <laughs> love that. And most puzzling of all, I believe that I am now a Halsey fan. Hell yeah. Because she sang time after time for the In Memoriam tribute. And it was about a minute in. I was watching it with my mom and my brother, and I was like— holy shit, this is the most hauntingly beautiful thing I've ever heard. (laughs) I love it. I could not believe. Turns out she has an amazing voice and her career so far has not really showcased that in the right way. I actually really like Halsey and I thought that this performance was really tough. People were (gasps) tweeting and being like, imagine having Halsey sing your your death song. (laughs) That is tough, but bottom Um, line is she has a great singer. I really like Halsey though. She has good songs. Yeah. Well, she's a beautiful singer. Welcome. 
And that's the close on the Emmys. Lastly, we're checking in with... The Masked Singer. It premiered on Wednesday night. Two hours. Hell yeah. uh, It's what it deserves. Exactly. So to much fanfare, it's bigger. It's back this season. Nick Cannon has a new hairstyle. Oh, hell yeah. I know. He's worn like several (laughs) different hairstyles on this show. And there's only been one previous season. Um, And also, the previous season aired in 2019. So wow, yeah, they're on that bachelor shit, just churning out or dancing with the stars yes. too. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, oh god. So there were uh, the butterfly came out first, and she sang "Bang Bang." I'm not going to go through. Don't worry, I won't go through all of them. Okay, but, like, okay. Just some highlights. <laughs> um, and the "Bang Bang" song, which is like Ariana Grande right. and Nicki Minaj. And honest to God, I I think it might be Jesse J. <gasps> she, would. I might be. She fucking would. She sounds like Jesse J. And I'm like. She I think it's her. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I, yes. And also they had like clues. They're like, is she British or is she? Because she was like trying to disguise her voice again. Oh. And and Jessie's just British. And but she loves she, a reality singing show. She really does. So I'm thinking it's. Jesse J, honestly. So. so anyway, the egg was revealed to be Johnny Weir while the ice cream was revealed to be Ninja the Gamer. Ew. Yeah, that's tough. So it was like. They were hyping this, like being like, oh, we have like all these stars and their <laughs> huge platinum album recording. And the first two people off this show are Johnny Weir and the gamer Ninja. Yeah, that you don't. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's just like, are you kidding me right now? I was pissed off. It's fine. Um, and then one last thing. Mass Singer Australia update. Hell Lindsay yeah. Lohan. She is in the judge's chair. She is having fun. Her <laughs> arms are wild. She's like, woo! And there's a performance by a robot, and he's decently good. Like, he's a good singer. Uh-huh. I hate this show so much. <laughs> Let the record show this is painful to discuss. <laughs> but you revealed yeah. that you, it was Cody Simpson. People think it's Cody Simpson. For, oh. Former Gigi Hadid boyfriend, yeah. Cody Simpson. Who's actually really good, but is now on The Masked Singer. And also, he never became famous here, so it's like he had to go back to his hometown. Yeah, really tough look for Cody. Um, That's great. Thank you, Kaya. Thank God. Okay, (laughs) That was a heavy checks in with section, but it's okay. Okay, take a deep breath. Next category is This Week in Social Media. Amelia, start us off. Okay, so Michelle Williams, friend of Busy Phillips, Mm -hmm. and also, yeah, you know who she is. She won an Emmy on Sunday for her role in Fosse Verdon. And I guess her speech was not totally well universally liked. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good, but some people, it was a little bit controversial. Yeah. Wait, in what way? I think it was just like, some people were like, why is like a white woman like doing this? Blah, blah, blah. I don't okay, know. Sorry. Everything's controversial. So, right, yeah. So anyway, people were like, Ugh. and then apparently they were like tweeting at and like commenting on, uh, the black Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child, her Instagram and like Twitter accounts. And so the black Michelle Williams defended the white Michelle Williams. And she was like, everyone needs to stop tweeting at me. I am not, I am black. Do you not understand? She's white. I am black. And she's like, and you know what? I listened to her speech and it wasn't that bad at all. So, you know, I support you, Michelle Williams. Right. Yeah. It was really well thought out. I think it's just like people on the internet are just Uh, mad at everything. Yes. Want to cancel everything. Yeah. Yes. Next one. So overnight, it appeared that Diplo hacked the Jonas Brothers oh, Instagram account. This is disgusting. And immediately, like, people were like, okay, this is, like, very clearly a stunt. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, 
quote unquote Diplo unfollowed everyone on the Jonas Brothers account, like was like, follow Diplo, blah, blah, blah. Everyone was like, oh, Diplo. Like, and then they were like, oh, the Jonas Brothers are actually mad. Which of course they weren't because like, <laughs> this is all a stunt. Anyway, it turns out that it was all to promo like a song that they're doing with Diplo that comes out tonight. Uh, so, can we move on? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, uh, this is much more interesting, I feel like, to discuss. This is juicy stuff. That's true. Demi Moore has a new book out uh, released on Tuesday called Inside Out. She's been doing a lot of press at the moment. And people are, there's a lot of stuff um, to discuss. But we're staying kind of like high level here because she explained a lot in the book. She talked about her substance abuse struggles. She talked about her experience with sexual assault. And the thing that most people are talking about is she claims that while filming No Small Affair, she took John Cryer's virginity from that show Two and a Half Men. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's done a lot of other stuff. But this is the quote from the book. John fell for me in real life too and lost his virginity to me while we were making that movie. It pains me to think of how callous I was with his feelings that I stole what could have been such an important and beautiful moment from him. She says that. John Cryer responds on Twitter and says, well, the good thing about this is she doesn't actually have to feel bad about it anymore because while I'm sure she was totally justified making that assumption based on my skill level, (laughs) I had actually lost my virginity in high school. It's like, you're 54 years old. I just feel like none of this should be— Just let that one go. (laughs) None of this should be debated. No one was going to think twice, I believe, about that segment of the story. Right. Just let it go. Also, she claims that Ashton Kutcher cheated on her multiple times. And then they had three sons during their marriage. And then he used that kind of as as an excuse to be unfaithful. So those are pretty powerful claims against Ashton Kutcher, who's extremely um, Mm well-liked in the public eye. And she also claims that Ashton Kutcher was really obsessed with his ex, January Jones, possibly hooking up with Demi Moore's ex, Bruce Willis, while they filmed something. (laughs) Messy. Yes, extremely messy. And then Ashton Kutcher took to Twitter (laughs) and said, I was about to push the button on a really snarky tweet. Then I saw my son, daughter, and wife, and I deleted it. And then he's quoting his father later and says, life is good, Larry Kutcher. I mean, that's a pretty snarky tweet. But yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> snarky tweet. And that is almost just like, also, I mean, I guess it paints him in a bad light and I get it. But yeah. just like Demi Moore is just airing all of her stuff out. And <laughs> She's working be- through some things. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Everyone's taking it with a grain of salt. Like, totally. just let it go. Yes. Last one. Uh, this was assigned to me by someone who apparently hates me. I don't know what this is, but Kim Zolciak, who is that? She's a real housewife. Great. Don't be tardy for the party. Ever <laughs> yes. hear that? No. Click those keys and Google me. I don't understand anything that's <laughs> happening. She apparently is a food hoarder. And <laughs> I guess she took a lot of Instagram stories of her fridge. Mm-hmm. And there are like cigarettes in there that <gasps> she was like afraid to get rid of. Yes, she quit smoking years ago and has cigarettes in her fridge. In still. her fridge. Okay. Like, cigarettes, you can literally buy them anywhere. Yeah. Um, They're, like, ice cream. Honestly, her freezer looks a lot like my freezer. Like, a lot of frozen <laughs> foods that, like, you think you're going to eat. And then you're like, I literally, like, would li- want to eat anything else. Like, I would eat the cigarettes before I would eat this lean cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> and I can relate to that. But the rest of this, like, maybe throw some things away. That's all I got. This was well done, not my Kate. choice. Well done. <laughs> okay, next category is biggest relationship news ever. We have good news, bad news, and then a lot of weird news as well. Do you want to start us off, Amelia? Yeah, so... Jenna Dewan, is mm-hmm. that how you pronounce her name? Of Step Up fame and <laughs> was married to Channing Tatum. They have a daughter together. Mm-hmm. She is now expecting another child with her boyfriend, actor boyfriend, Steve Kazee. Friend of the Masked Man podcast. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So mm-hmm. happy for them, I guess. Yeah, that's great. I wonder if Channing Tatum and Jesse J are going to, obviously, she's busy. Not- She's oh, on oh, the Masked Man. Oh, yeah. All right, right, right. Sorry. She has a thriving reality TV career. <laughs> right. Uh, this next one, we didn't turn any colors because no one wanted to talk about it. 
Miley Cyrus and Caitlin Carter have split. Yes. Officially. Even I am perhaps sick of talking about Miley's love wow. life for the moment. <laughs> for She's the moment. In the wilderness right now, Instagramming up a storm. She's looking fit as hell. And that's all you need to <laughs> that's know it. about right. that. Really good news. Lana Del Rey is mm. dating a self-described, quote, full-time popo and, quote, <laughs> part-time crossfitter. And guess what? His name is Sticks. So, like, if that wasn't uh, enough info for you, guess what? I have more. Uh, his name is Sergeant Sean Quote, Sticks Larkin. <laughs> he works in the Tulsa Police Department gang Ooh. unit in Oklahoma. Ooh. Okay, gets better. He's the, quote, full-time Tulsa Popo. He's worked there for <laughs> 21 years. Okay, then, so then that's like, okay, cool, she's dating a cop. Then it gets, like, a little weirder. He's like a cop influencer. Stop! He, he has a TV show. Multiple, what? Catherine. Yeah. Oh, multiple sorry. TV shows. Sorry, I'm not updated on my sticks news. He provides law enforcement insight on A&E's live PD, so he gives viewers an unfiltered look at what happens to officers on patrol across the country. Mm. He also has recently joined the cast of something called <laughs> Live Rescue. Okay? Uh, he does CrossFit. He has 169,000 Instagram followers. What? So he it, he posts a lot of shirtless selfies, a lot of him at the gym. He has a 20-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old son. There's just a lot here. Wow. And they are pictured in New York going through a stroll in Central Park. Uh, so, like, uh, uh, there's just a lot. And uh, and we wish her the best. Right, guys? <laughs> maybe is, move on yeah. from right, this one. Yes, 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 right. yes. Okay, next one. All right. Brad Pitt is not dating a jewelry designer, <laughs> but briefly, Us Weekly was like, Brad Pitt is dating a jewelry designer. It's on the you cover. Know, we were very, well, there are a lot of fake things on the cover <laughs> of Us Weekly. We were briefly very excited about this because, as you know, we love a non-celebrity, celebrity-adjacent relationship. Mm. Love Brad Pitt's, like, artsy yes. romances. So, holistic healer and jewelry designer, Sat Hari Khalsa? Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. Don't go to Amelia. Um, that's very age-appropriate. Would have been very age-appropriate. She's also 50. Brad Pitt is, what, in his 50s? Mm -hmm. And basically, Us Weekly was like, they're dating. He's in love. But then you get to the caption. I was like, okay, weird. But the caption is, after his secret romance with Charlize Theron ends. And then I was like, nope, this is fake. <laughs> um, so E! News basically literally like immediately released a story that was like, no, Brad Pitt is not dating this woman. Mm -hmm. um, so apparently she just like went to his L.A. compound and was like helping him with spiritual guidance mm -hmm. and like love meditation. But yeah, they're not dating. So stop <laughs> stop releasing fake covers. This is why print journalism is dying. Okay, last one. Equally as important as all the other news that have come before it. Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie are thinking about moving in together. This is according to the, his TV show, Flip It Like Disick on E! Um, <laughs> what? Sorry, sorry. Why did that elicit that reaction out of you two? Just ridiculous. It's like, Scott Disick has his own home renovation <laughs> show on E. You never know what's going to hit on you T really don't. Anyway, she has lukewarm feelings about Disick's bachelor pad. And this is the quote Good that news, she has about it. Flip it. it. <laughs> she goes, I love Malibu. I would be down to move to Malibu any day. I did watch this, and that's pretty much all that happens in this <laughs> scene. But for the record, they have been together for like two plus years. Wow. And she thinks moving to Malibu, quote, would be fun. So wow. y'all just the keep hard eyes out. Good to know. That's my job. Watching a movie or TV show is nothing without a bag of your favorite treats. And what better way to take your treats to the next level than with the new M&M's Hazelnut Spread Chocolate Candies. M&M's Hazelnut Spread Candies bring you a delicious combo of hazelnut spread and milk chocolate in every bite-sized piece. M&M's Hazelnut Spread is going where no hazelnut spread has gone before, right inside M&M's Chocolate Candies. 
If you love M&M's chocolate candies and you love hazelnut spread, just wait until you try these together for the first time. They've added a delicious hazelnut spread to the center of smooth M&M's milk chocolate and crunchy candy shell. Enjoy them on their own or use them to dress up your other favorite treats. Just imagine them baked into cookies or sprinkled on top of your go-to ice cream flavor. Last week, I went to see Ad Astra at the Arclight right by work. And on my way out, I was like, gotta have a treat when I watched Brad Pitt in space. Grabbed a bag of the hazelnut spread uh, M&M's on the way out. Perfect snack for the movie, obviously. And just a great movie experience, great snack experience, great combo. Go hazelnutty and try the new M&M's hazelnut spread chocolate candies today. Okay, for the next category, it's one of Tea Time's favorites. This is Tea Time Relates to Other Ringer Content. This is... (laughs) Fantasy Football Edition. Ooh. So in the studio, we have with us the co-host of the Fantasy Football Podcast, a staff writer at TheRinger.com, and big Tea Time fan, Danny Heifetz. Daniel, welcome. Thank you. I thought I was here to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow's skiing lawsuit. We'll talk about that off mic, but thank you. You're already <laughs> on a really That's good a long time listener right He really right listens, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, we have brought you in to the Tea Time Fold because— Chris Pratt this week has tweeted what looks like hieroglyphics to me, but <laughs> it's something that you're very comfortable and knowledgeable about, which is fantasy football. He appears to be in a league called The Universe mm. with a bunch of other people. We have four million questions to ask you, but let the record show we're not going to veer into like, oh, what does this mean? Like, girls, we are smart women. We just need you mm-hmm. to explain like the actual logistics of fantasy well, football. Also, we don't care about fantasy football. Let's just That's make that clear. That's important to know. Just cut to the chase of what this means. Yes. yes. So it's like an Avengers fantasy football well, What it really means is Chris Pratt is winning the Chris Wars. Oh, That is no. what this says. Wait, oh, no. wait, wait, wait. Even though the Hemsworth is also ranked one? So that's why he tweeted this because the tiebreaker is oh. points scored. That's what the little PF means. Oh. So he tweeted out this league. Those are the standings for their league. Okay. Which I think it's worth actually just saying who is in this league because it's yes. the superhero league. Yes. This is Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Ryan Reynolds, Robert Downey Jr., Miles Teller, Anthony Mackie, Chris Evans, Michael B. Jordan, and Tom ha- Holland. Who's uh-huh. the last, you which is hilarious. Did not include the women. He, Elizabeth really Olsen is here. <laughs> Karen Gillan is here. Wow. Wow. Excuse you. Did what you say Paul time. Rudd? Also no, here. It took me like 10 minutes to understand why Paul Rudd was in this. And I was like, oh, he was in the Avengers. You're speaking Liz's <gasps> language Sorry. right now. Yeah, I know that's a divisive topic here. Yeah, it's like all the Avengers. And then also Matthew Barry, who's like an ESPN guy, right? Or like a sports guy. Yeah, so. But he was in Endgame. So, all right. So that's the, that's the kind of heartwarming aspect of this. Okay. Oh. The brief version is that the director, Joe Russo, uh-huh. is so obsessed with fantasy football that he actually offered Matthew Barry a part in the movie. Right. Oh. Matthew Barry assumed he'd forget, and then he actually put him in that scene where he's holding, I mean, spoilers, but he's holding Robert Downey Jr. when he has the right. fake heart attack. Yeah. Um, oh, also, a question, why is Miles Teller here? He is not oh, an Avenger. I don't know. Noted un-Avenger. He, why is he Miles was a part of the Fantastic Four. Oh, reboot. but that's not Marvel. No, no, I, I mean, yeah. No. And Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is just fucking annoying. So I think it's the superhero league, but the fact yeah. that they call it the universe right. is actually, this is the coolest fantasy football league ever. Like, no one cares about your fantasy football league. That is right. a thing. Mm-hmm. But I think I care about this. this is cool. Okay, right. what surprised you in these rankings? Is anyone, like, really high up that you were like, wow, didn't expect them to be good? Anyone at the bottom? You're like, Tom Holland hell? being in last is hilarious. That I mean, is exactly he's what we expected. Why would True. he care so, about American football? I think what's amazing here is that you have— I think the tiers kind of 
summarize the Chris Wars because in my mind, Chris Pine being so far down. Sorry, Chris Evans being so far down. Excuse you. That's Pine really wasn't even Chris invited. Pine's not in the league and last, which right. is, I mean, kind of representative. <laughs> Chris Evans is like, you know, the third tier. And then really what it's all about is you have Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth in the top tier. Also, why is Chris Hemsworth so good at this? Because, he can't yeah. be a big NFL guy. The real question is, are they actually managing their right. own teams? Who is and who isn't on this Ooh. list? The same way, like, I, a favorite topic of mine that you guys discuss is when who's running their social media. Yes. Right. These guys are not, uh, not all of them are running their own. Okay. I mean, Tom Holland is definitely running his own team because he's in last. <laughs> he's terrible at it. So you think Pratt is, obviously, because Pratt's very excited about this and, like, fits just the mold of <laughs> the average American fantasy <laughs> football player. But, like, Chris Hemsworth. He's too busy, like in Australia, doing like sit-ups to yeah. be running his own. That's where it's funny that Matthew Berry's in this league because they're definitely all trying to ask Matt. He's the leading expert at ESPN for fantasy football. Uh-huh. And they're definitely all trying to ask him advice. He's only number four. He's losing to Miles Yikes. Teller. Yeah, he's losing to Miles Teller. That's, that's tough. horrible. That's, a tough <laughs> that's really tough. That's <laughs> real tough. That's a real tough beat. But the toughest beat of all, Jeremy Renner, not in the league. Not in the league. Okay, I want to talk about that. Erasure. Oh, I want to talk God. about that. How does Karen Gillan, noted Scottish woman, <laughs> like no interest in American football whatsoever, I have to imagine. How does she get in this league above Jeremy Renner? Just like better hang? That was my question for you guys. I have no idea. You mean you're a Renner head? Like, well, so what does as, he have to do to get in here? As my friend Matt mentioned, he's too busy. It's like he's yeah. got... Jer- he's, got, he's in a movie that he's doing the soundtrack for. Right. He's got the Jeremy Renner store on Amazon to replace the Jeremy Renner app, which, I mean... Do you think it's coming back? Well, it's never gone. Okay. It's, it's just n- waiting. It's, it's exactly. No, it is yeah. actually still on my phone. I do have the Jeremy well, Renner did app. You, I just don't also, post anymore. They didn't fun, get rid of it. Fun fact, Danny held the name, the handle... Hawkeye. <laughs> on the app. On the yeah. app. That's legit. Hi, Fitz. Is there a chance in hell? I know this is going to be tough for you to admit, <laughs> but is there a chance that Jeremy Renner is just like a really bad hang? Isn't the part of fantasy football a lot of camaraderie in the league and like you guys are talking all the time and like you want to be all friends? Isn't there a chance that Jeremy Renner is kind of just an a-hole and nobody wants him around in this league? If Fan- they're reaching for Elizabeth Olsen? <laughs> the real value in fantasy football is that you have an excuse to be shit-talking your friends in a group text every right. week. Mm-hmm. Or if you're older, so nobody an email wanted chain. Renner in there, right? and that's the key. Is yeah, it seems like a bad digital hang. Yeah, like no one wants wow. to be a group text with Jeremy Renner. Wow, which is tough for me because I, you know, obviously I've spent a lot of time on a social media app designed solely for Jeremy <laughs> Renner, like Facebook for Kim Jong Un, but it's Jeremy Renner. Can we talk about <laughs> strategy really quick? What is the strategy for, let's say, Team Holland, who's dead last? How can you? We're only a couple weeks into the NFL season. Yeah, I know that. And how can they <laughs> redeem themselves? Yeah. How do Liz Olson and Tom Holland get back in the game? We, can they? Is it too late? Uh, and it's never too late. You got to always believe, you okay. know, no, I mean, here's the thing. It might be like, you know, the odds might be like 14,638,000 one or whatever, but there's that one, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what right. It's all about. Is that the end game reference? That was the, the yeah, one. That's where okay, I was going I got, with I'm that. with you. We're on the same <laughs> nerdy wavelength. So it's possible for like Tom Holland to come back and win this league. He better. I, I love that. I want that now. I'm very invested. Is there a chance there's a big draft, right, that goes on and it takes multiple hours and you're all like choosing different people. Doesn't that mean you already just have a bad batch of people if you've already drafted your whole team? Yeah, no, he screwed up. It's probably oh, not going to happen. Okay. It's, there's, okay. no, there's not really well, It's not really going to happen. I appreciate you, uh, yeah, but. giving it to us straight. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts, though. I don't think we care anymore about fantasy football. Have we, ex- have we expanded our— I have one last okay. question wow, for you. Wow, okay. How much money do you think is on the line in this Ooh, league? Isn't there a buy-in? A These are bajillionaire A-listers yeah. we're talking about. How much is the buy-in? I don't think it's money. I think it's probably, like, everyone— like. 
everyone else has to be on my press tour for my next movie or whatever. That's how I would go about also, this. Like, I want their brand equity involved. Like, Ooh! You know? I like that. I was like, Karen Gillan's here. Like, what's she got going on? Can Karen, you know? Karen it Gillen can't be that high. Give like 20K to buy into this league? I right. don't think no, so. I don't think well, so either. Jumanji. That's true. She does have the Jumanji 2 payout. But she doesn't have Robert Downey Jr. money. Right. You know what I mean? Not, not yeah. Also, okay. just one note on Matthew Barry, who's in this league, who's the uh-huh. fantasy analyst. When he showed up to the set, he was playing a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and Robert Downey Jr. says to him, and I quote, don't take this the wrong way, but you look like a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Hi, Fitz. While you're on the mic, do you have any last words while you're on Tea Time? Any, this, any fire takes to drop? The greatest moment of my life was getting the Hawkeye username on uh-huh. the Jeremy Renner app, but I just want to say that this right here, this appearance has been the zenith of my professional oh my career. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Danny. Okay. Moving right along is the next category. This is not worth the tea. Robust as usual. Kate, start us off. Robust as usual. It sure is. There was a lot not worth the tea this week. Miranda Kerr did an interview where she talked about just like the appliances that she uses in her home. Mm. And she has just all this like bullshit stuff that like she thinks is like helping the like the aura of her home where she's like, I have an air purifier and I have stickers I put back on the back of my phone for radiation. I have an EMF detector. Like we turn off every single electronic device when we sleep except for security so that you don't have any electricity in the house at all, which I'm like, it's got to get hot. And she's like, it's like going camping. She has like an alkaline filter. She uses like Palo Santo to clear the energy in her space. She mops the floors with hot water and eucalyptus oil. Oh my God. It's like... It's too much. Like, rich people need to be stopped. Listen up. She's also married to Evan Spiegel of Snapchat. So mm. this whole no-tech situation, phone radiation stickers, like, that guy has has his cell phone in his hands forever and right. always. They're like, going to get divorced. Like, that's not a compatible lifestyle, it's obviously. Not, not. at all. Maybe she's just, like, trying to, like, undo all the bad things that— that he brings in, like all the mm, tech, yeah. so it like balances out. That's fair. She has to overcompensate. Next thing, not worth the tea. I do feel bad we put this in this category, but <laughs> we're going to continue on. Lindsay Lohan has released her first song in 11 years. Her last song was Bossy, released in 2008. Oh. And now she's out with a song called Xanax. Uh, she released oh. it with a music video on Instagram. And funny story is I tried to listen to this song, but she has so much Mass Singer Australia content on her Instagram. I could not figure out oh. where this song actually was. <laughs> and I looked. You know me. And I, I yeah, just didn't do deep. research. Couldn't find it. Didn't <laughs> want it. So anyway, here here are a couple of lyrics. She oh goes, I don't like the parties in LA. I go home in a bad mood, pass out, <sighs> wake up alone, and just to do it all over again. Oh. She goes, I got social anxiety, but you're like Xanax to me. I got social anxiety. When you kiss me, I can't breathe. What a hook. I know. Wow. <laughs> Is this the start of something great? I don't know. We'll see. Next one. <laughs> all right. Uh, last week, we did fall glowdowns. Short-lived ones like Kendall Jenner's mm-hmm. blonde hair. Unfortunately, Noah Centineo's blonde beard is still kicking. Still there. Uh, really bad. Really tough. Also really tough. Prayers up for Amelia's mom and my mom <laughs> and all the other Midwestern moms of the world. Adam Levine has stepped out, as they say, with a shaved head and a beard and then like cornrows mohawk, mm-hmm. which is already like cultural appropriation aside, just like yeah. horrifyingly ugly. Mm-hmm. Like it's like just little tiny braided cornrows down the back of his head and then like this like ugly little like rat tail cornrow <sighs> with like a little ponytail holder on it. And it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. It's actually horrifying. And I think this might be what does it. Like our moms might be done forever. It seems like it. Mine, I think mine's out. <laughs> Mine is too. She's like, nope. <laughs> they, all, they I mean, come on. They have good taste. Yeah. And they, they can only go so far. I mean— 
Yeah, this is not looking good it's for It's really bad. It's really bad. bad. And also, Mila Kunis' hair, uh, she went blonde also mm. with like blue tips, which, you know, a couple people have done lately. Can we not? It's the Taylor Swift effect. You know what's weird is she's also, her and Ashton Kutcher are huge Dodger fans. And I just like oh. don't know if that's some kind of, we have to bring on an MLB co-host on next to <laughs> no. like talk about what part of the MLB season we're in. But I don't know. Well, I just, it's postseason now because I'm rooting for the Twins and they won their league. Oh my so, God. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay, well, yeah, I don't know if it's Dodge related. She's like at games it's, literally. It's gotta all be the, time. the Taylor Swift effect. A couple people have done this. So has the woman who like hosts the um, Love Island show mm. with the cheekbones. I don't know what her name is. Mm-hmm. Wait, she also did the blonde hair with the blue tips, like Taylor Swift did in the Lover music video. Right. Like the Kool Aid. Well, she tips. had the pink for yeah. a long time. Wait, so this isn't for a movie role? We don't know. What is Mila? I don't know. She does have like a what bustling What is Mila Kunis doing? I do not uh, know. Other than holding Ashton Kutcher back from Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. Okay, so KFC, we've talked, you know, a little bit about food news. Um, KFC is now testing a combination of fried chicken and glazed donuts. Amelia, I had this in the outline last week, and then I cut it at the last minute. Oh. And so I'm so glad you added it this week. Thank you. <laughs> it's but really important. It's, like, horrific. It's, like, two of those, like, glazed, uh, regular Krispy Kreme kind of donuts. Like, Hell yeah. Like, two of them. And then sandwiched in the middle is, like, I guess, fried chicken. Sounds I would eat this. pretty good. Yeah. Without so? question, I, I would absolutely it's eat like, this. No, it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. This is just like fair food, just like brought to you. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go. Like, if you wouldn't be annoyed by the, the glaze would be hard on the fingers, but regardless, I'm I would. Looking but at even the taste, it. like you wouldn't want to be. Oh, it's, it's like, like chicken taste. and waffles. It's just like yeah. sweet. Oh, it's just okay. worse for you. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh. Uh, speaking of things that are really bad for you, pumpkin spice spam sold out in less than seven hours, and I'm scared for America every day, but. Especially, especially with today. this news, especially today. Uh, it hit shelves on Monday for the first day of fall. Wow. And here's where it was sold. It was sold on spam.com and walmart.com. <laughs> and within seven hours, the American public has bought all of the pumpkin spice spam. It's a, mm. it's a celebration of the flavors of fall, according to spam. And it's the first variety in four years. You can put it, well, they suggest you put it in a grilled cheese or a fall hash. Don't know what that means. Oh, I'm scared. Last one, not worth the tea? Um, Beyonce is trying to trademark Blue Ivy's name. Mm -hmm. She wants to trademark Blue Ivy Carter because there's an event planning business called Blue Ivy. And Beyonce basically, like, like in court documents, was, like, talking about why Blue Ivy's name should be trademarked. And she calls Blue Ivy a cultural icon. Wow. Um... And basically, it's just like, that's why. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I agree. I do agree as well. You can it's have just, it. It's hard that these lawsuits are so public because she <laughs> is right. Blue Ivy is a cultural icon. Sure. But to, like, it's, it's just it a sounds really dumb. Look. Yes. But I agree. I agree. Okay, we're finishing off with our last category of Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. Amelia? Okay, so this, the other day, actually, I was on Instagram and Audrey Gelman, who is one of the co-founders of The Wing, which mm-hmm. is like a woman's... Uh, social thing workspace workspace Mm -hmm. and her so she just gave birth to a baby and her husband they took this photo I guess of them like right after she gave birth and her husband is cradling the baby he's like in the medical bed where she gave birth Mm. with her shirtless which is like did he give birth to what did he do did he like take off a shirt and was like let me come on in and like take this picture with you there's actually a reason for this oh is there it's yeah. like the skin to skin thing yeah, right it's really good for babies oh. to have skin to skin contact although you're right it is a trend as you noted with men posting instagrams of them with the baby on their chest like yes but it is it does have okay. medical although benefits. i have to say like some people like the fucking rock and yeah. like a few others are like 
I'm just going to make this like also a thirst trap. And okay. that needs to stop. Well, The Rock, so he did it too, like, I don't know how many years ago, uh, last year. And he, it's just like he kicked his wife out of the fucking bed. The bedding is tough. The bed is weird. Like, you don't have to be in the bed. Right. Like, this poor woman just gave birth. It's true. And you're like, okay, move out of the bed. I want to take a picture with the kid. And then right. also as the wife, like, so feebly like, sweaty, serious? like, taking this photo of The Rock. She like, it's just like, why? Yeah. What's going like, Let them have this. Yeah, like, exactly. Take a picture of your wife with the baby. Right. right. Okay. She's been in labor for yeah. a long time. Yeah. yeah. Let her have the spotlight. Next one. All right. My question is, why did the Washington Post do a story on the Jessicas turning 30 this year? So Daniel Carlson tweeted, uh, editor, Jessica, do you have any ideas for a story on the homepage of the Washington Post? Jessica. <laughs> and here's the, here's the caption. They were all born Jessicas and they're all turning 30. That's where the similarities end. We found 10 people who were named Jessica in 1989, the most popular name for girls that year, to see where life has taken them. What we found is that there is no one way to be 30 in America today. What? Really? They I'm literally offended. were just like, find me 10 Jessicas <laughs> and follow them around for one entire day. Like, come on. As someone who has a really common name with people our age, like Elizabeth. Yeah, same. Um, oh, yeah. And is Amelia popular? No, but it is like right now. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't in six years. I don't want someone to come up to me and be like, I'm comparing you to nine other Elizabeths. Let's see. Like, let's take inventory of your life. I'd be like, um, no, I'm like, you know, it's just yeah. hard to compare. Yeah. And also like, like that. You have nothing. Of course, they have nothing in common. It's right. Popular girl's name. Right. Like and if you were like, popular okay, girls I name. would read if you were like in like 20 years, be like, find me all the people who named their daughter Khaleesi after Game of Thrones. Yes. And like follow them around. Like yes. that's like, find me the weird name. Right. right. Don't, I don't care about the Jessicas or the Kates or the Liz's. Like okay, I want well, the weird ones. Hurtful, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, we're ending. I know we kind of hooked this in the beginning. I know you guys have been waiting for it. All episode. It's here. I'm asking. Is it toe-sucking fall? <laughs> oh. Honestly, I think the answer is yes. I can't escape this kind of content. This Uh-oh. week... No, I can't escape. Like, I want to. Let the record show. <laughs> but I can't. This week, my, like, literal enemy Kate assigned this to me. <laughs> okay, I did that you. You gave me the food hoarding thing. That's not nearly as bad. This week, Black China extended the toe-sucking cannon. That's Kate's I've words. named it. This is the quote from TMZ, and I'm sorry that I'm repeating it now. Black China has a new boo in her life, and the guy seems to have an appetite for bunions and toenails because <laughs> oh, that's oh what he God. had for dinner or, <laughs> or maybe just for dessert. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so bad. I didn't actually read it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> You guys, is it toe sucking fall? We All we can see. How many episodes in a row have we done on toe sucking? We've had at least I too many. Old, at least four total. So we had Army Hammer. We had Lamar Odom. We had yeah. Black China. Yeah. Is that three? We had at least one more. We talked about Julianne Huff. Oh my God. Remember that? Four. four <laughs> Remember that? Toe sucking incident. You guys, toes are in these days. <laughs> in what? Just, they're just in. You know, Kate. I don't have to finish that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Every week I say this, but this was a particularly beautiful episode of Tea Time. Thank you. We like to outdo ourselves every week. More than I can say thank you for listening. <laughs> um, thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm sorry. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.
Infused with essential vitamins and superfoods to power your body and mind, Vitacup gourmet coffees and teas are a reimagining of your daily rituals. Each blend is dietitian formulated with ingredients to boost energy, metabolism, mood, and more. And because Vitacup has a taste-first approach, each blend tastes delicious, even better than your normal coffee and tea. So we had some Vitacup shipped to the office, and I got some. I really like the brain one. It's delicious, and literally, I think it helps me focus and it gets me creative. I just, I love it, and it tastes great. So if you would like to try some as well, please uh, use the code TEATIME at VitaCup.com to save 30% on your first order. Or find Vitacup at Target, Walmart, and Sprouts. 